0: welcome to techtastic the podcast that explores the cutting-edge world of technology and its impact on society new breakthroughs and developments are revolutionizing the world around us presenting exciting opportunities as well as complex challenges we'll explore the big ideas and key players driving these transformations as we seek to understand the implications of these advancements for our lives our communities and our planet Join us on this journey of discovery and exploration as we navigate the fascinating and ever-evolving world of technology. This is TechTastic. Seth Goldstein, welcome to It's TechTastic. It's lovely to have you here. Hey, buddy. How's the Christian Hammer doing? <laughs> doing fantastic. So you've got your own podcast, which is Entrepreneur's Enigma, right? Yes, I've got to get you on it now.
1: I do my research on you, I'm like, this guy's fascinating. I, I try to be like I. Yeah. The one thing I
0: don't want to be is boring. Right on my yeah, tombstone. You don't want to be boring. Boring. There's too many boring
1: people out there. You don't wow. want to be boring. That's right. And you can't be boring with your name though. Too. That'd be kind of upsetting if you if you quashed
0: it. <laughs> and you've got an agency too, right? Uh, Goldstein, yes, Media. Goldstein
1: Media. Yeah, Goldstein Media. Am I wearing a hat right now? Yes. Which it's an audio podcast. You're not going to see that, but I'm wearing a Goldstein Media hat. Yeah, we do everything from SEO, web design, email marketing podcast production,
0: we're a full service agency. Fantastic. Well, so I'm actually looking for somebody to do almost all those things right now. Here's the thing that happens with a lot of startup founders. We got a great idea. Yeah. And I can get up and tell you all about it. Now turn that into a website.
1: Oh, so when you're so close to something in technology, it's hard to talk about yourself. Oh, I have no trouble talking about myself. No, but, but like conveying <laughs> yourself of sorts, like making sure that you can convey in such a way that more than just you understands it. And that's kind of the case.
0: Yeah, especially with a website where like with a pitch deck, you're very comfortable with the audience you know who it is right and it's an investor but when it comes to a website are they coming because they want to be a customer are they coming because they want to be an investor or they just want more info are they coming from a press release and being able to hit a broader audience with your message is really really difficult and i didn't realize how difficult it was until last week i told my team like take the pitch deck turn it into a website and they did and i went yep yeah, that's not going to work that's <laughs> just part of the thing is sometimes you gotta throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks
1: Sometimes you'll come out with like, all right, we're kind of there, but not exactly. Is it just this? Is it just that? Maybe you've got bones and all that stuff. So you know, that kind of thing.
0: Well, and it doesn't help that I've fundamentally changed the pitch in the last week, too. Ooh. Oh, yeah. They must yeah. love you right now. Oh, no. Nobody loves me right now. Uh, but it's a better pitch. So and well, since I'm go. the one that has to give that, I care about that part.
1: <laughs> yeah, you should. I mean, the pitch is more important than the website, in my
0: opinion, especially when you're starting out. Exactly. So one of the things that uh, is really happening right now, and it's timely that we're talking about this, is uh, AI is hitting us on all fronts.
1: Oh my God, yeah.
0: And there's so many good tools, whether it's uh, you know image generation, which I'm doing right now for my pitch deck. I'm like, I need something that describes this thing.
1: Now, mid is godsend. Oh, I love mid Oh,
0: well, this is a uh, Leonardo AI. I tend to use Ooh, it more. Ooh, I gotta try that one now. Yeah, Leonardo AI has got some really good features. I paid for a commercial account for it. So, of course, I'm going to use it. Exactly. There's also Unifier AI, which uh, you podcast. So, you create a lot of content already. Yeah, I
1: use a lot of AI in my podcasting. I use Memento.fm. We use CastMagic.io. Those two together are a good little suite because CastMagic is only text. It, it sucks it in, does a very good transcript, and gives me text based things. And Memento
0: gives me like the little audiograms. Oh, see, now I'm going to have to check those two out. So, what Unifier did, I had the founder of Unifier on the show before. Yeah. And what it's really great at is repurposing content you already have. So, Ooh, right. have to check that one out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I've got tons of audio. Here we go. Let's see what we can create. And what it created is in your voice. It does a very good job of matching the voice that you carry in your audio. And since I have a lot of people that are experts on different subjects on, like there's some great content it produced. Now, like all of it, you have to edit it. But here's the thing I think uh, all these tools represent. Like I just said, you need a human to proofread it, to go Mm -hmm. through it, right? And for me, it's the blank page problem. It's gone now
1: that I love AI for that. It's very, it's not colloquial enough for me. It doesn't use contractions as much as I want. So it just always like should not, and it always says in conclusion, who writes like that unless you're in college? You don't write <laughs> in conclusion. It writes like a college student. It's yeah. term paper. And you gotta snazz it up a little bit, but you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's a really good point. There's a lot of tells, right? There's different things that you know it's going to do. It'll yeah. do those insummation type things. Like it doesn't just use It'll that one. It'll actually say in
1: summation sometimes though. Yeah, so.
0: yeah. It, it does some really weird ones. And you can tell mm-hmm. that, but for me, the tyranny of the blank page is the big problem to get over first.
1: Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's a great first draft mechanism. But that's it,
0: right? That's it, you still need the human. And I think it frees the humans to go after the more creative portion of it, to give it the voice, right, the message.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So how have you incorporated it into your world and how does it change the business that you're in today?
1: It kind of goes back to the whole idea of the blank page. I need a blog post about this, give me like 10 ideas. Or I, my newsletter, which is Marco Junto, I need a topic on this to give me 10 key points that I can then expound upon and write about. So it, it's helpful to get past the hurdles that humans have. We get too much in our way a lot of times. Like we overthink everything. And if you don't overthink everything, you're underthinking everything. You're never in the middle, never in the middle, ever. So the whole idea is that it enables you to be able to get past the hurdle, get some copy down there. And then, and then but you have to proofread, like you've been saying, you have to proofread it and make it your voice and all that stuff. But yeah, I mean, I use it for image generation, which is helpful, though, I think mid journey, all the people look the same.
0: <laughs> well, they all yeah, kind of look
1: like, Ken Barbie
0: dolls. Yeah, like, if you're going very specific to something, there's only yeah. so many images it was trained off of to get at that, which is why some of the ones that are purpose built for the I can't remember the one that's really good at text. Like if you're gonna do a logo, it's great because you can put the text that you wanted your logo into it. When I remember it, I'll add it to this post uh, when we yeah, put no, this Yeah, I'll up, come back so and it look at it, yeah.
1: But it's fantastic. You know, the mid-journey sucks the text. It's like blah, 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 blah.
0: Yeah, there's it's like, I don't know what that is. It looks like something off the men's bathroom at Roswell or something like (laughs) exactly. (laughs) What am I looking at? But there there are purpose built tools that are really good for different pieces of it. But the thing that I run into on the regular basis and I get a lot of input from this podcast, I get people coming in and telling me all about their thing. Right. How do you find the one that's purpose built for what you're trying to do? How do you collate and and manage all those? Because that's becoming a problem.
1: You keep track of what almost bring out an SOP for it. You go here. You do this one step here, then you take the output there and put it into this next step
0: over here. And you have to write it down because you're going to miss a step. Which is where the agents came in. I have built several agents now that are just that. They take the audio from this, they dump it into this thing, then they take the output of that and they dump it into this thing. And then they post it to this, which then sends it off to all my social media accounts and stuff like that because I'm trying to automate every aspect of our business. I mean, yeah. my business is in the business of automation, so we should be doing this. I, I think that's the part that it's difficult for somebody my age and uh, you and I being in the same age bracket, right? Yeah. Um, we are so used to, if you're technically capable, you're so used to a way of working and that's the way you've done it. Mm-hmm. And now to have these tools that take a lot of that off is sometimes really hard to allow. Like I'm giving up something.
1: There's times when I'm like, I don't want I don't want
0: it to take it away. I'm like, that's my thing. That's right. I'm the one that pushes those buttons. I need that to happen. But the freedom that gives you when you do allow it, when you when you enable that, it's exciting because now what else can I go do? What yeah. more can I create? It's an
1: exciting time. And when you think about it, we were bumping into Moore's law about transistors and every two years things evolve. I and mean, we went to one year. We're down to like five
0: weeks now. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, that's so Remember, true.
1: AI has been around for a long time. We only outwardly out for I would say nine months now. It's like it's only
0: been out since like the beginning of the year. Yeah, November's when uh, ChatGPT and was it Dolly was first released and people started having access to them. It's been almost a year. It's been like nine months. Yeah. Yeah, it's been right around nine months, and that transformation, just that moment in time and what occurred, um, is a huge disruption for everybody. And people are still in shock over that. But to your point, if you look at what just came out this week the updates that have been done to every model. Like there's a new model from Meta that you can run on your iPhone and who knows what we're gonna use that for. Um, It's a a lighter model for a reason, but the fact that that can be done is so radically different than GPT-3 that came out in November of 2022. But also,
1: but also, did you see with Google, they have a model, it's not Bard, but they have a model where you put your own data in and it makes an LLM for you. And you can query your own data,
0: not outside of the LLM. So there's a couple tools that allow you to put your own data in, but they're not really creating an LLM. I
1: mean, not creating an LLM, but they're using their LLM to parse
0: only your data, which is like really cool for researchers and stuff. Oh yeah. And there's a company called SurePath that'll do that for any commercial company that wants to put like their FAQs and all their, you know, whatever the hell they want, all their yeah. data into it. I'm a big fan of what SurePath is doing. The founders is a close friend of mine. Um, they're in the same program that our lead investors, the same person. Oh, wow. And so we have a lot in common. And when they showed me their demo, I was like, Oh God, that's so smart! Like what they're doing is so good. Yeah. The one of the things that they do is they've got effectively agents that are trained on your data to do things like help, like a chat bot, right? Oh, that's. But more importantly, like internal users, like HR. HR needs to write a job description. Wouldn't it be great if it knew right away, like so you didn't even need the HR person to write a job description? The hiring manager could sit down and say, "I need a software engineer." It goes, oh. Here's everything that we require about a software engineer. Here's all the job Job description stuff. Here's the company stuff boom, here's your job description. And then it says, would you like us to post it on LinkedIn, Indeed and all the places we already do that because it's built to do that. That's awesome. And that's the part I think that most of us that are, especially if we're in service-based companies mm-hmm. like like you are, mm-hmm. there's a lot of it we have to adopt because like we're gonna be competing against these things mm-hmm. too, <laughs> Unfortunately, right? yeah. And so how do you make yourself competitive in that space when you're providing a service like media, marketing, yeah. website design, right?
1: It's tough. I mean, I I mean, there's AI, it does websites. And I mean, like, it kind of cookie cutter. I mean, I could do the same thing, maybe not as quickly as in like a few minutes. Give me an hour, I could probably throw together the same damn website. But if you're trying to make something beyond that, that ranks well on Google, that really gets your brand together, you can't rely on AI fully yet. And I don't think you're ever gonna fully want to rely on AI fully should always have a hand in it. It's when we decide to not put our hands into the cookie jar, weird analogy there, but you know, into the cookie, <laughs> AI cookie jar and, and mess around with AI a little bit and the output, that's when things are gonna go bad because
0: like junk's just gonna put out junk. It's gonna eat, honestly, it's gonna eat its own tail eventually. What do you think about this question? Yesterday I was having a conversation with a friend of mine about kind of a related thing, and it's the future of the internet as we understand it today. Websites are going away. Oh, yeah. Right. I think websites are needed now. But I think things like
1: these cards we have now that are like digital business cards, you just tap your your cards to the phone, like the dot cards, or the link cards, and it's a one pager with your information. With everything you want on it, in one page, I think that's going to be the future. I think business cards, I think, honestly, more than websites, I think business cards
0: are going away. This is interesting. One of the things that keeps coming up in conversations around a topic like this is what we're taking away is a lot of the grunt work, a lot of the busy work, a lot of the stuff that's, you know, nobody wants to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, and to not have the deep fake issue to understand that it's really from a human being, like you need human interaction again. And all of a sudden, maybe we're freed up to do that. Yeah.
1: I think it's gonna free us up a lot. I think people are afraid that we're gonna people are gonna lose their jobs. People are gonna be transferring jobs. People are not going to necessarily lose their jobs unless they suck at what they do. They're more like their jobs are going to change because you're going to have AI do the grunt work that you would hire a kid right out of college to do. The kid out of college is going to have to come in with more insight than they do now. But overall, I think AI is going to make jobs different, not easier, not harder, but different.
0: That's a really good point. So much of a career is figuring out that what you learned in school only applies to 1% of what you're going to do, and it's the other 99%, right? Yeah, Yeah. it's the other 99% that you spend your entire career figuring out. And at least for me, I I was surprised by how much of the technical side of the world is actually human. It's Mm -hmm. not writing code. Yeah, it's figuring out how to navigate the company, the people to give them what they want. And AI, in a sense, like what's happening with all these tools, with the agents and all that, is that it's getting rid of all the stuff that got in the way of figuring out what you want. Absolutely. So I can shorthand that. The first thing I ever built for my current company is called Brother. Its whole job is to understand what you really want. Oh, that's handy. It is. It's great, especially for technologists. Like if you've got a bunch of software engineers around, they don't want to talk to people. I mean, that's that's a gross overgeneralization. And Sorry, I suppose they don't. So, yeah, them but, them don't. But, but right. There are a lot of introverts. A lot of them just want hands on keyboard. So if you can eliminate all the back and forth they have with the product manager or with the, you know, the they love you forever. Yeah. So that's what it did. Now, I didn't commercially make it available because it wasn't meant to be commercially available. It was meant for my team to have a tool to do this thing. But I've started using it for far more, right? If you want to be on the podcast, wouldn't it be great if it did the pre-interview and collated a bunch of information for me so I could go through and go, oh, Jeff would really like to talk about this i'm a marketing company and i'm trying to understand what the hell you're trying to get across in your website and in your branding right yeah i love i think it's great i think it's a great tool your industry in particular is one that i think has been the most terrified by ai and intrigued and intrigued a little bit of both i feel like tell me about that sitting on both sides of it
1: yeah it's weird because I feel like at first we're like, oh no, it's gonna take all our jobs. It's gonna do all the writing, all that stuff. Now it's like, nah, it's not quite there. It's eating its tail. Now it's like, how can we use it to benefit us to get the scope of work done? How can we get the um, SOP out? How can we do this? How can we do that? All the grunt work that's done in marketing can be done now by AI in some shape or form. Like even like find five, five competitors, my company, my company is X, you know, and X not being X, X being like dodge break <laughs> expression of like X. Elon, arrr. anyhow, the idea is that it can help you offset your research, which is nice. You have to check its research because it's been known to hallucinate. But a little bit. A little <laughs> bit. But it go so far as to make up sources, which I think is hilarious. I, isn't that
0: what every college student did? No, I'm exactly. Yeah.
1: They're college. AI is essentially in
0: college right now. Yeah, it's an undergrad, sophomore. It is. Exactly. Oh, I say a
1: source that doesn't exist. Oops. Yeah. Oh, yeah sorry, you got me.
0: Yeah. But, but, a lot, but a
1: lot of marketing, they're scared of it, but they're cautiously optimistic that it'll help them if they can know how to
0: harness it. So the thing that, uh, that pops into my head on this front a lot, uh, and I've been struggling to answer myself, is what's the price pressure of these tools because Mm. I can see both sides. I could see it being a, well, I can do it myself in 30 seconds and you're going to do a better version of it. There's that which could downward price pressure. Yeah. The opposite is also true, though, because I also know that what I'm creating, if I've done it enough, it's not there and I'm realizing it's a lot harder than that. Like if AI can't do this, I've got to go find an expert and it could put upwards price pressure on on the Mm -hmm. services being offered too. In a lot of cases, especially something like I was describing at the beginning, I now know I need somebody to do this for us, right? (laughs) Instead of being like, oh, I can do it myself. It's hard when
1: you're a small company, a solopreneur, or, you know, a small team, you want to just get it done. But sometimes you can't just get it done. Sometimes you've got to hire the experts, the subject matter experts, kind of have them do it right the second
0: time because you're gonna make a mess of it the first time. Exactly, it's always the second time, so. Do you find business that way already today? Do you have a lot of people that have said, hey, I sat down with Mid Journey and Dolly Mm -hmm. and et cetera, and look at what I made and you go, well, it's a good thing you're talking to us now. Yeah, it's starting to happen more and more. People are
1: like, you know, I use this this AI tool to do X. I'm like, well, you shouldn't have used AI tool to do that, that, because it's meant to do Y. And they're like, oh, I'm like, oh, great. Where they send me the copy over, and they don't want to spend money on a copywriter, and they have AI write it, but they don't rewrite it, and I'm like this is total garbage. Yeah, it, you know you
0: can't cut corners that much. You know what I mean? So. Well, no, I don't think you should cut corners at all. It's it's just augment. Yeah, it's augment, right? Yeah, you know, some of these things I like them as a process flow tool because that's what most of the grunt work lies. It's not about creating good content. Yeah, getting the blank page, not blank, awesome. Mm-hmm. But it's everything you do after you've really crafted something wonderful. It's, it's everything out
1: to the world. Yeah
0: because that part sucks. Nobody wants to do that. (laughs) Distribution is the worst thing. So many different formats, so many different places you've got to post it. Then you've got to monitor it and figure out what's working and amplify the places that are really clicking. Yeah. All that's pain in the ass.
1: Totally agree, 100%.
0: Great, well, since we're in agreement, So I wanna make sure everybody heard that you've got goldsteinmedia.com, which is your agency. And then you've got entrepreneursenigma.com, which is the podcast. And then have the marketingagento.com, which is the newsletter. All right, and the newsletter. So uh, there's a lot of places for people to go find out more about uh, what you're doing. And I'm all
1: over LinkedIn too.
0: Search for Seth Goldstein.
1: I'm the goofy looking one.
0: Well, Seth, it was lovely having you on. We're actually almost out of time, but uh, I wanna give you a chance to say any last words that you might have. Um, I don't know
1: how to end podcasts. It's my only thing. I'm like I think that's it. We'll see you next time. That kind of thing. So,
0: and that's a wrap for this episode of Tech Tastic. I want to thank you personally for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Until then, keep exploring and stay curious.